0: At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses. Because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase, shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com lens crafters because sight eye exams are available at the independent doctor of optometry at or next to lens crafters doctors in some states are employed by lens crafters offer valid to april 2nd 2023 see associate for details it's thursday january 26th 2023 i'm jackson bird today is the huge increase in the price of eggs being caused by price gouging and not avian flu, plus why we need to be paying attention to avian flu even beyond its relation to egg prices, and people are selling water they collected from the recently closed Splash Mountain on eBay. Here's some cool stuff for your ride home. Back in November, I talked about the irony that egg prices were surging while chicken prices were going down. And that was because the types of chickens used to lay eggs and the ones raised for slaughter are different and kept in separate production facilities. So as avian flu has spread among egg layers and hiked prices as much as 60% year over year, broiler chickens, what the chickens raised for human consumption are called, haven't caught it. But now a number of farmers organizations, U.S. legislators and independent farmers have come out saying that avian flu is not the only or perhaps even the primary cause of the increase in egg prices. They say industry leaders should be investigated for price gouging. The average price for a dozen eggs in the U.S. at the end of last year was $4.25, compared to $1.78 at the end of 2021, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And according to a survey done by Instacart, it's closer to $6 in most places. The Guardian even found organic eggs for $13 to $18 a dozen on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Quoting CBS News, the spike in egg prices has been attributed to the millions of chickens that were slaughtered to limit the spread of bird flu and farmers having to compensate for inflation driving up their costs. But even though roughly 43 million of the 58 million birds slaughtered over the past year to help control bird flu have been egg-laying chickens, the size of the total flock has only been down 5 to 6 percent at any one time from its normal size of about 320 million hens. End quote. And now, farmer-led advocacy group Farm Action have sent a letter to the U.S. Federal Trade Commission asking them to investigate instances of price gouging by dominant producers. Citing publicly available industry data, Farm Action says there appears to be a, quote, collusive scheme among industry leaders to turn inflationary conditions and an avian flu outbreak into an opportunity to extract egregious profits reaching as high as 40 percent. End quote. And from Reuters, quote, CalMain Foods, which controls 20 percent of the retail egg market, reported quarterly sales up 110 percent and gross profits up more than 600 percent over the same quarter in the prior fiscal year, according to a late December filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The company pointed to decreased egg supply nationwide due to avian flu driving up prices as a reason for its record sales. The company has had no positive avian flu tests on any of its farms. In a statement, Kalmain said that higher production costs along with avian flu were contributing to higher prices. End quote. And the higher prices are true. The cost of fuel, feed, packaging, everything has gone up, as CalMain reiterated on an investor call this month. But, quoting Vice, you would hardly know it from the company's tenfold increase in profits, which went from $50 million to $535 million in 2022. End quote. And another point Vice summarizes from Farm Action, quote, the USDA noted in May 2022 that price increases in eggs were larger than the decrease in production. The USDA believed that the industry would attempt to ramp up egg production to make up for losses, but by December noted that the industry was keeping production paired back, saying that producers, despite the record high wholesale prices, are taking a cautious approach to expanding production in the near term. End quote. I believe that mostly refers to major producers, however, because one point that Farm Action and others have been making, including U.S. Senator Jack Reed, who this week sent his own letter to the FTC asking them to open an investigation into the price gouging, is that smaller independent farmers are not raising their prices— Some have also seen an increase in demand as consumers, including restaurants purchasing wholesale, turn to local farms for lower prices than from the bigger industry leaders. Other people have started going to Mexico to purchase eggs, a bargain since you can get 30 eggs for $3.40 on average, but technically smuggling as federal law prohibits bringing agricultural products like eggs and live chickens into the U.S. due to the potential of carrying pests and disease. Eggs may still be relatively affordable in Mexico, but their prices are surging in other parts of the world. The United Kingdom has been experiencing a similar hike in egg prices since last fall, and while the dominant narrative there was also avian flu, some farmers took to social and traditional media to say that wasn't the whole story. Welsh farmer Joanne Humphreys explained last fall that while supermarkets in the UK increased the prices for eggs for consumers, they haven't trickled that price increase down to paying the farmers more. Humphreys notes that the price of producing eggs for them has skyrocketed with fuel, electricity, and feed prices all up. The price of new birds has also risen, with the number available decreased due to avian flu. And since they're not getting paid anymore, they can't afford to buy as many birds and produce as many eggs. He says it's frustrating because the supermarkets already raised the price for consumers, so why can't some of that increase go to paying the farmers fairly? Quoting Reuters in December, British farmers argue that while the outbreak is a factor, there are not enough eggs because they lose money on every box sold, forcing many to cut production and some to quit altogether. The National Farmers Union says that while British producers are being paid 35% more for their eggs than in 2019, the cost of chicken feed and raw materials has surged 90%, end quote. The whole situation is certainly a mess, and hopefully investigations will bear out, although with other instances of price gouging and shrinkflation the past year, I'm not exactly holding my breath. There is, however, more reason to be concerned. What that is, after a word from our sponsors. In today's business world, any edge could be huge. And nobody offers more timely business advice than the Harvard Business Review. Whether it's their flagship magazine or digital content featuring articles, videos, podcasts, and more, you'll gain real-world insight into the most pressing topics facing business today. And now, for just $10 a month, you'll have unlimited access to Harvard Business Review content and subscriptions. Go to hbr.org subscriptions and enter promo code BUSINESS. That's hbr.org subscriptions, promo code BUSINESS. So here's the thing. Even if price gouging is happening, the avian flu situation is really bad. And it's not just affecting egg-laying chickens. Quoting The Atlantic, In the U.S., the virus has been circulating for a full year now, far longer than during the last big outbreak. The virus has become host-adapted, meaning it can infect its natural hosts without killing them. As a result, wild waterfowl are ruthlessly efficient at spreading the virus to chickens, said Richard Webby, the director of the World Health Organization Collaborating Center for Studies on the Ecology of Influenza in Animals and Birds. Many of these wild birds are migratory, and during their long journeys between Canada and South America, they descend on waterways and poop virus from the sky over poultry farms. Chickens stand no chance. An entire poultry flock can be wiped out in 48 hours, end quote. The Guardian is calling it the new silent spring, in reference to biologist Rachel Carson's book about how pesticides were killing huge numbers of birds in the 50s and 60s. This time, it's avian flu, and it's causing, quote, the most significant and sudden loss of birds in decades, end quote. And quoting further from the Guardian, the World Organization for Animal Health estimates that more than fifty thousand wild birds have died of the highly pathogenic avian influenza H5N1 since October 2021, mainly in Europe and America. But experts say this is likely to be a huge underestimate. In the UK alone, numbers could be in the hundreds of thousands. End quote. And it's not just the deaths of birds and shortage of eggs that have experts concerned. The H5N1 virus could jump to humans. Quoting again from The Atlantic, All viruses from the influenza A family have an avian origin, noted Webby. A chilling example is the H1N1 strain behind the 1918 flu pandemic. Fortunately, although some people have been infected with H5N1, very few cases of human-to-human spread have been documented. But continued transmission over a long enough period could change that. The fact that the virus has recently jumped from birds to mammals, such as seals and bears, and spread among mink is troubling, because that means it's evolving to infect species that are more closely related to us." End quote. And that spread among mink is particularly worrying, quoting Nature. Until this particular outbreak, all mammalian infections could be attributed to direct contact with virus-contaminated material, says Walen Chen, a virologist at the Harbin Veterinary Research Institute in China. For example, animals that ingest wild bird droppings or that prey on infected animals can develop the disease, but its spread between mammals implies that this H5N1 virus may pose a higher risk to public health, Chen says, end quote. Now, experts like Webby have said reassuringly that the risk of H5N1 actually spreading among humans is low, though the consequences would be high. Virologist Wendy Perrier also noted to Nature that a vaccine for humans could probably be manufactured pretty quickly, and that Tamiflu can reduce the severity of the disease. Also, all kinds of efforts are being made to prevent spread and learn more about the situation, so don't freak out yet. But as the angle of headlines this week have shifted from the allegations of price gouging to recommending egg alternatives you might take that as a sign that prices won't be going down anytime soon. And as the Atlantic reminds us, between inflation, supply chain issues, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the pandemic, and yes, all kinds of diseases affecting everything from eggs to lettuce, occasional shortages and price hikes might just be a part of our new reality. For now, I will continue being judicious with my eggs. I've started using half an egg per slice of bread in my eggs in a basket instead of a whole egg each, a trick that I realized I learned from a YouTuber who was pretending to live like someone on World War II era rations in the 1940s. So, you know, glad those kinds of videos have become actually helpful instead of just generally interesting now. Everything's fine. Splash Mountain at Disney World in Florida officially closed this weekend, two years after Disney announced they would be re-theming the popular ride. Instead of being based on a movie that only a fraction of park-goers were alive to see in theaters, and which is so racist it's never been released on home video or streaming in the U.S., the log flume ride will be retooled around The Princess and the Frog, and renamed Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Which honestly makes a ton of sense to me. Kids actually know who Princess Tiana is, and Disneyland, at least, already has a New Orleans-themed section that will match this new ride perfectly. That said, even if you didn't feel great about the theme of the ride, Splash Mountain is one of Disney's most popular rides. One, getting splashed with water when you've been walking around a hot park in LA or Orlando all day feels amazing. Two, the ride takes a photo of you and your fellow log flume riders as you go down the big drop at the end, something that people have taken as a sort of creative challenge over the decades. So I guess we shouldn't be too shocked that in addition to flocking to Disney World for one last ride over the weekend, some people scooped up jars and Ziploc bags of water from the ride while there and have now started selling them on eBay. While the Ziploc bags of Splash Mountain water are running as cheap as a couple of bucks, some of the jars and water bottles are creeping up above a thousand dollars. Some of them claim to have rocks from the ride as well. And I'm not going to lie. When I first heard about this, I assumed it would only be a handful of sellers, maybe ten tops. But I counted at least fifty unique sellers before giving up. Now, how many of them are real? Who knows? At least one man listed ordinary tap water in a Splash Mountain Ziploc bag for $25,000 as an apparent prank before eBay took it down. I mean, honestly, for the price of some of these bottles of Splash Mountain water, you could just book a trip to Disneyland and Anaheim and scoop up your own water. Because while that Splash Mountain is also slated to become Tiana's Bayou Adventure in 2024, it's still open with no closing date yet announced. Who knows, maybe you'd even make back the cost of your trip if you post the water you scoop up on eBay. But please don't. right. well that's going to be it from me for today. This show was produced by Ride Home Media. I'm Jackson Bird, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.